Microphone check. Hello, everybody. Welcome What's to up, another everybody? episode. Welcome to another Welcome episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode. <laughs> Just all do it at the same time. Just That's how an orgy works, Brian. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just stand around with your hands where your pockets usually are at an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Elbows out, hands on the inside of the thighs. Wait, outside <laughs> of the thighs. <laughs> My top groin. That'd be your neck, right? Your top groin? I think so. Seems right. It's a vulnerable place. So that makes sense that it's. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get kicked there. You don't. You can't breathe. You can't You can't fight. You can't breathe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Getting kicked in the neck. Never been kicked in the neck. AKA the top. What did you call it? Top groin? The top groin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, you know, it's, it's vulnerable. Your head, ankle. Your, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> your face wrist. <laughs> <laughs> Public Kills Off-Kilter Podcast. Everyone, welcome to another episode <laughs> of the Off-Kilter Podcast. I'm Travis, joined by Briz, this time wearing a raglan. We're yeah, just man. taking turns. Oh, we got two raglans yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, you just now noticed. I didn't wear one. No, you, you gotta, were. You gotta get one. I gotta get a raglan. Yeah. Yours has a pocket. Join the club. For, yeah. your, for your smokes. This also, also a pack yeah. of smokes ever. Yeah. You're Brian. I am. And it's this me. is Jake. What's up? Hey. Jake's. Also wearing a shirt with different colored sleeves than the body. Right. And I'm wearing a see Everyone wants to know what we're wearing. That's the yeah, you're thing. wearing a hard rock shirt. And so I introduce every episode nice with our attire. Yeah. I'm wearing a brown you shirt. You kill. <laughs> At least to me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I'm very limited in how I open a show. No, it's, it's fine. It's comment fine. on what I see. Um, <laughs> so. All right. Well, <clears throat> last time we talked about getting fit. We talked about our summer vacation plans. Yeah. And the time before that, we talked about this invention where uh, somebody invented an invention where you put a pregnant woman in this spinny, centrifuge, centrifuge <laughs> and spin her, spin her until a baby comes out. Right. And we got a comment on that episode from our friend Tim, a new patron. Yeah, yeah. And he pointed out that uh, he, you know, he's thinking, you know, this is that is indeed a nightmare. But he's like, have you guys ever heard of lobotomies? Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, so he also posted a video there, a YouTube video, a little documentary about lobotomies. And nice. It reminded me of, and is it Rosemary Kennedy? Was that the one that got the um, got lobotomized? You would there? know before me, so I'll trust your judgment. I, I know what you're talking about. I can't confirm if that's her real name. I think it is. Yeah, it I is. know it was a Kennedy. Yeah, and she was, you know, of course, the Kennedy family is is you know prestigious in their especially in the 50s America's and 60s, royalty America's royalty yeah very much about their perception and i think it's rosemary kennedy i should look it up before i get too far into this but um she was you know completely normal she was she just acted out she was a rebellious the the rebel of the group the black sheep right. of the kennedys and uh during that time period they ordered her to have her dad had her have a lobotomy and it basically made her a vegetable for the rest yep. of her life and they had to like Keep her upstairs in the closet That's away from everybody. Crazy. So I mean, how does that not hurt your perception more than like a kid that you know, like Bill Clinton's brother was kind of fucked up? Yeah, right. We let him be president. Yeah, it's fine. Know? Yeah, that's on them. That's not on you. If you take away part of their brain and make them, you know, an inactive <clears throat> human being, then that's that makes you look much worse. For real. Yeah, like, it is Rosemary Rosemary, also known as Rosemary Kennedy, who's actually uh, John F. Kennedy's sister. Oh, so yeah, damn. So that's that's the deep dark secret of the Kennedy family. Not that deep. That's like a punishment worse than death. Yeah, absolutely. Like they just, said, we're not going to put you to death. We're just going to like rob you of every emotion and thought, and you can just live as 
an empty shell for the rest of your life. Yep, that's terrible. Just kill me now. Yeah. Yeah, and just just to read the sort of the summary paragraph here in the Wikipedia, uh, Kennedy was intellectually disabled and was educated separately from other students. In her early young adult years, she experienced seizures, seizures and violent mood swings. In response to these and other difficulties, Kennedy's father arranged a prefrontal lobotomy for her when she was 23 years of age. And if I remember right in the details, I think he did this without permission of her mother. He just mm, had it done. Jeez. Like, yeah. what? My, the weird part is that she was 23. Did she not have to have give consent to that procedure? I mean, she was over 18. I mean, I, I maybe he's just a very powerful guy. Well, <clears> that, not, that's fair. I'm not sure. That's fair. Uh, the procedure failed, leaving Kennedy permanently incapacitated and rendering her unable to speak intelligibly. Kennedy spent most of the rest of her life being cared for in an institution in Jefferson, Wisconsin. So she wasn't even around her family after that happened. Shit. While she was initially isolated from her relatives following the lobotomy, Kennedy visited with her family during her later life. So, pretty could, fucked up. Could you imagine yeah. doing that to your own kid? No, good. Much less anybody else, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Selfish fucks. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad if a bird hits the front of my car on the interstate. So <laughs> I'm not going to go around just taking pieces of brain out of my family. Um, now, there are some... Not I unless wish, I was hungry. Yeah, unless I was hungry. But there are some that I wish, uh, you know, were just gone and not around me ever. But I wouldn't sure. wish them to be, you know... Incapacitated. Incapacitated. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. move. Yeah, just go away. Or change your name. Yeah. Don't come to this function anymore. I'll just change my number and I'll move away. And that would, that's as good as a lobotomy I'll to just, me. I'll just do me. <laughs> I'll just do me. You do but you. Tim linked a uh, in the in the Patreon <clears throat> a YouTube video that's more of a, a brief documentary about the doctor that founded lobotomies. Okay. Uh, he's called the father of lobotomies, which you don't want to be called. Boy, that's a good name. <laughs> yeah. And basically, he it seemed like... You know, back in the day, you could just trust somebody if they were called a doctor. Right. Like, he's just like, I got, I'm a doctor. Excuse me, I'm a doctor. Mm-hmm. Also, I have this technique for making people behave. And people were like, oh, yeah, I got this guy over here that's misbehaving. You want to? He's like, sure, let me in there. And he he would drill like six holes in their head and just poke around in the brains. Like, I'm a doctor. It's fine. I, yeah. I, I just poke, just keep poking. And wow. then those, and then he said the first one was successful. That guy was like, you know, he, he well adjusted. He lives up to five years after, which I guess oh. I mean, he was sixty three when it happened. So. Okay, well, yeah, that's good lifespan. I guess the time, probably. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, he said, okay, this this drilling holes in brains, um, let's go kind of the busy. Nose. Yeah, let's go through the nose or through the eye socket. Yeah, that's with a, good a chisel yeah. Yeah. and just. Just knock that shit out of there. Get, you know, get the brain on. You know, what you want to yeah. do is puncture the brain a lot, and that'll really help people yeah. behave better. Exactly. That sounds like somebody, like it was a psychopath with a medical license. Yeah. So they just got away with it. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know. It's like the tweet I saw, or maybe it was a Reddit post or something. It was like, but I would have loved to have been an old-timey doctor because you could just say, hey, you've got ghosts in your blood. You should do cocaine about it. <laughs> you should do cocaine about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, you could do all sorts of wild shit back in the day. Yeah, like the doctor of death in during the Holocaust was Joseph Mengele, and mm-hmm. he basically just had a license from the Nazi party to com- do whatever experiments he wanted on twins. And so that's kind of, I don't know if you've heard any like myths about that, but he would like seek out twins and yep. fuck one up and compare it to the other one. And it's crazy. It is crazy. Don't let crazy people have medical, medical licenses. licenses. Yeah. <laughs> or just... If they say they have license and even and, and don't stop them, demand a lib review. <laughs> yes, anytime they do anything, hundred percent. Get it. Get the IRB involved. <clears throat> yes. Absolutely. Bring, <laughs> bring them on board. <laughs> but do. Oh yeah. No oh, one yeah. will get that. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, th- those were some offerings from the the Patreon. I love this lighthearted show we got going on here. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how we wanted to kick it off. Yeah, well, uh, let's take it down a notch. Could I could I steer it to a little uh, less dark place? You can't slightly less dark. We want to stay pretty dark in Just this episode. Just slightly less. Okay. Okay. Yesterday, I watched a documentary about uh, people who killed other people. Okay. With a single punch. Oh. By accident. I mean, that went the, from the dark punch kind of fun. The punch yeah. was on purpose, but they didn't mean to kill sure, him. But sure. It, but it only took one punch. Okay. <clears throat> There's an anime about that, right? One Punch Man. <laughs> 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 Kidding. Uh, it, this thing was called One Killer Punch. Okay. Uh, it was about three stories. Um, That's pretty tall. It was. It was fairly short. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, stupid. Sorry, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, so, like, one guy, it was sort of like an after-party, just drunk fight, and he hit the guy, and he died, and he went to jail for it. Uh, the second one, it was, like, it was a really fucking sad book, because it was like these older people went to the store, and then the guy left the store to go put something in the car. And they were parked in a handicapped spot because his wife has arthritis or something. And this other guy that was looking for a spot to park couldn't find one. So he stopped and saw this guy walking to the car and was like, hey, you don't look like you need uh, a wheelchair or something like that. At least that's what he told the police he told him. And then he claimed... This other guy like attacked him okay. in his car and was like trying to pull him out of his car, and so he punched him um. and then left. But what really happened is they they found a witness and video footage. Like the guy uh, like approached the car. I guess they exchanged words, and then he the guy walked away. But the guy in the truck jumped out, punched him. Dude just collapsed to the ground, hits his head on the pavement, and then that dude pieces out. And he, you know, the guy that got hit has like brain bleeding and stuff. And he just dies out there while his family's still in the store just shopping. And they come outside and there's like an ambulance at their car. And they're like, what the fuck? And it's just some dude punched him over a parking spot. That's fucking crazy. Clearly that guy wasn't handicapped either if he could jump (laughs) out of a truck and beat a guy. Yeah. Seriously. What are we even fighting about at that point? A parking space. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Yeah. Just the parking space. One that no one deserved. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Have you guys ever thrown a punch at somebody? I have. I missed terribly, but I hated that motherfucker. That's probably good. You yeah. Was it killed him. <laughs> I don't know a Kyle. Do I know a Kyle? I don't know. It's just that's a thing to say right we now. Know, <laughs> we know a Kyle. Did I hit him? No. Okay. I don't know that, that Kyle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was at a football game, uh, a college football game years ago, and we were, it was like a mass of people, and people were like, you know how people like rush into the crowd and try to like push people ahead? Yeah. And this guy did that like twice in my back, and I was like, "Dude, cut it out! Just stop!" Just he like he was clearly just doing it, and he did it again because I told him to stop. Right. And as I knew he was getting close, I turned around to punch him, and this other dude caught my fist. Oh. And it was like this far from that guy's face, and that guy was like, "Oh, sorry." And that other guy was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, yes, sir. That's... Fuck you. And I kept walking. <laughs> And that was the end of it? That was the end of it. Okay. okay. I technically threw a punch, but a stronger <laughs> man was there to stop me from making a mistake. <laughs> yeah. So, that guy saved you a lawsuit. I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But I, it, it would have... The guy was like moving toward me when it happened. I timed it just right too. I was mm-hmm. going to fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in a sea of people. I thought I could do it, like slip into the crowd. Right. Like yeah. nothing happened, yeah. but... Just no. duck out of there. I was stopped by a giant man. He was like six foot 30. It was huge. 
Uh, I've never thrown a punch at somebody, no. I mean, aside from the boxing gym when you're like doing, you know, mitt work or something right. like that. But no, no sparring. No intent to No intent hurt. to harm. I'm, I'm pretty low key. I mean, given the right circumstance, I would and know how to do it. Right. So, but I just never have. Actually, what about yourself? I've never thrown a punch at anybody other than my brother. That doesn't count. <laughs> but and we were kids, yeah. and it was more of a slap with a fist than a punch, right? right? But I did make his nose bleed. That's fun. And he did that thing where he like yeah, you only slap stops, what you love. He, he like looks down, sees the blood, and then he looks at me with rage in his yeah. eyes. And I'm like, I fucked up. <laughs> and you're the little brother, right? <laughs> yep. That's we were only great. a year apart, but he was still bigger than me, right? Right. Um, you mentioned going to the boxing gym. Yeah. The third story in that thing was mm-hmm. about a guy. Who like these dudes kind of like jumped him, and were they were sort of attacking him, kind of pushing and stuff. Okay, but the but the guy it's assault at this point. Yeah, the guy was he was actually a boxer, and he was trying to like be like leave me alone, guys, just get back in the car back or whatever. Off. And like they kept like antagonizing and pushing him and stuff for. A good five minutes or something. And they've moved from, like, where the car was to, like, across the parking lot to a building. He's just, like, the whole time trying to be, like, stop. And then one of the dudes, I guess, squared up on him, like, in a boxing stance. And was, like, (laughs) the guy was, like, just get out of here. And he's, like, it's too late for that, man. You're going to get it now or something like that. So the dude finally, like, hit his limit. And he just, crap. Killed a guy. One punch. Wow. But he uh, did not go to jail because right. it was considered self-defense at yeah. that point. Being but it's still fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Some and people just have an off switch, man. What, what, like, I, they, there was video footage of this thing from multiple sources. So there That's was, cool. there was like, uh, like a good foundation of evidence for him. And it was actually so good that the guy that died, his wife, after the trial and everything, like they went to speak to each other and she like gave him a hug and was like, it's not your fault. Don't worry about it. You know, Dang. Don't, and now don't they're let married this... and they have three kids <laughs> and they're Didn't all go quite that far. <laughs> but I was fucking crazy. So yeah, it's, maybe it's good. We've never thrown a punch at anybody. No, yeah, you gotta be careful with that. Yeah. If you want to punch somebody, punch them in the knee. Exactly. <laughs> It'll hurt. Swing down. That's what Maybe they always say. Like right in the tit. Yeah. You know? Hit them in the tit. You don't want to hit somebody in the heart though. I hear that's also bad. Oh, right. Yeah, you can get them off. Cause that's like, sure. I think, a lot of especially younger football players die if they take a hit solid oh, to the right. chest. Yeah. Like it's some weird. And I think, of course, certain people are susceptible to it. It's not if it's just like weird timing with like the beat of your heart or something. That's the theory. I don't think anybody really knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know I've heard that for years, but I've never read any. That there's proof of that. We're like, oh, yeah, he got punched in the yeah. chest between heartbeats. I'm like, that doesn't sound like a thing. Yeah. But I mean, what else? You know, yeah. I'm sure there's a better explanation. We could we set up an experiment if nope. it weren't for that pesky IRB. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, we'd take a few rounds on each other's chest if you want to. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> um, moving into correction corner. So a couple episodes ago, I said that my friend Josh could bench 500 pounds. Yes. It's actually not true. He can deadlift 500. He can only bench 300 like a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. fuck you, Josh. Learn yeah. to lift. Get fit. Yeah. Loser. Uh, also, last time I said that uh, July was hot because that's when we're closest to the sun. And that's actually when we're furthest from the sun. But for comedic effect, I say closest to the yeah. sun. It's, I guess it's more about the angle to the sun. Yeah. yeah. So Thanks, Tim, for I the got correction. I called out for that as well. <laughs> um, but that's all I had for Correction Corner. 
Cool. I just want to throw that in there. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, it's important to know that someone doesn't lift 500 pounds instead <laughs> and measly, measly 300 yeah. right. with just their arms. Yeah, so just don't, don't be impressed at all with yeah. 300. Yeah. Speaking of working out, Brian, you've been doing it a little bit. And how fit are you now? Are you, you ready feel to... super fit? I feel no more fit than I did a week ago. Do you feel weaker? <laughs> um... I feel sorer. That's yeah. good. That's that's, good. that's, that's it. Means it's here. working. Yeah, yeah. It means it's working. No pain, no gain. They say. Yeah. And, you know, I keep weighing myself to Don't see see if there's results, but it's like if you're lifting, you're never going to yeah, see it. Yeah. I'm like since I'm the first time I started working out. I've only dropped like two pounds. Yeah, that's fine. You don't really need to lose weight. You're just right. Trying to, like, you're look, you're yeah. looking for one of them NSVs. They call it one of those non-scale victories. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Never heard that yeah. before. That's that's a term in the old weight loss fitness camp where it's like, yeah, it's not immeasurable, but hey, I can go up a flight of stairs without feeling like shit, or I can okay. you know run a little further or something like that, where it's not. Yeah. You know, uh, an objective, measurable, like a scale, but but we do always want we that feedback. Better. We want some number that says the effort you put in is being right. Your output, yeah. Some, so I mean, I'm sure you'll see at some point whether yeah. you're lifting or running or even just. I figure it'll probably take a few months before you get some like visible results. Probably six know? weeks usually. I think a lot of people see something. But yeah, I'm just impatient with it. I'm like, I've been working out for a whole goddamn week. Why don't I look sculpted? <laughs> it's not yeah. Yeah, you'll get there. It's it's all about the not stopping, really. Yeah. Just not I, stopping. I did manage to get through my routine of working out every day this week. That's good. good. That's so a gold I'm star. Just want to yeah. stick with that. Got a gold star, man. Keep it up. Of course, we're keeping up with all that on our um Discord. Discord. So yeah. if you're just uh, being vain and posting nudes yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're not. Uh, <laughs> but if you want to, <laughs> Shh, don't. Uh, <laughs> But if you're a, a, a patron, you're, you're certainly uh, you have access to, to that. Oh yeah. Um, I want to talk about a little thing that I've recently become I don't want to say obsessed with, but certainly interested in. And mm. I, was, uh, I talked to you a little bit about it at the lunch that Jake skipped out on earlier this week. Right. Yes, yes. Um, I was looking for. I, I got a little burnout on true crime. Not burnout. Wow. I feel like I've just, I know them all. Yeah, like he's seen every kind of murder. I have. I have listened to like ah, uh, this is a classic Willoughby <laughs> Shamgog or something. Yeah, yeah, just like that. Classic. And, and, you know, yeah, you're not interested. In it. Yeah. yeah, and it's uh, just it's like doing so many Sudoku's. It's like it's just I've literally heard probably over a thousand podcasts about true crime. Some of them That's have overlapped, crazy. or I've heard a couple a couple times, and I've I've done my own personal research, and I'm just kind of like, let's just take a little bit of a break. Yeah. So, so you're into cars now. No, oh. I was I was <laughs> looking for something that's interesting because I I need something that's kind of intense to keep my interest. Kidnappings, um, some high stakes or something. World War One, actually. And so I dug into um, uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History Blueprint for the Apocalypse. What a Armageddon! Armageddon! Yeah, fuck yeah! Um, and they're very long. There, there's I think six episodes, and each are about four hours or at least four hours a piece. Um, but they're really good. And so I good. really enjoyed uh, the ones I've heard so far. And it's got me really interested in... He doesn't really gloss over much, but it's got me interested to dig in deeper about some of the things he's talked about. And so that's kind of been my kick lately is World War One. It's awesome. Thinking about some World War One video games. Was a Battlefield, Battlefield recently one? had yep. one? Yep. Mm-hmm. Kind of want to get in there maybe and just... Uh, rummage around. Yeah, rummage also, around. Um, what is that game called? Verdun. No, the one... It's like... Well, I mean, maybe it is, that, yeah. but... 
There's a there's a World War One game that has like kind of cartoony graphics, but then it oh, teaches yeah. you things in between. Oh yeah, we played. I played yeah, that. We played it, it already. Uh, something Hearts, Valiant Hearts, Valiant Hearts. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that, that's okay. I mean, that, that game honestly is a little dry. Yeah, um, and it's supposed to be more educational, I think, than yeah, right. fun. It was a labor of love, not one made for fun. Yeah, I mean, I did. It, it, it is neat that you, it does have a lot of teaching aspects yeah. to it. Um, but I'm looking for something that, like puts me in there, you know? Okay, gotcha. a little bit. Maybe there's a VR game. Yeah. There's a lot of interesting things, like um, some things that like I've seen portrayed in films and things that I I didn't really understand was unique to this era. And it's a thing, the thing that really sticks out is that uh, gunners in planes just use pistols. What? Yeah. Because they didn't, they built, they didn't build planes with guns on them. They built planes and they were like, we should use these in the war. But they were going to use them for reconnaissance. Uh-huh. And then they would meet other enemy planes in the air and they were like... So they started bringing their guns with them and just shooting at them. Yeah. And I've seen that in there's like a I think a comedy film I've seen where that's probably a, that's a thing where it's they sounds just, like something in a rat race or something. Yeah, like that. Or I feel like I've seen Jim Carrey do that in a film or something like that. But um, just shit like that and just like the the whole idea that um, all these countries went to war without really knowing how strong they were because they had all of these you know post industrialization era machines and tanks and they were just fucking killing so many people they were like damn. <laughs> like shit. So the first month of the war, like pretty much everybody in Europe died, and then in 1915 they all kind of took a break to build more weapons and get ready to Come back. go go back to war. It's so crazy. It's pretty nuts. And as usual, America was like, ah, we should get in there. <laughs> like three years later, yeah. Well, we 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 fortunately spent that time like um, yeah. building up. No other country had that perk because yeah. we didn't have anybody like knocking on our door. We were like, yeah, just give us a minute. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, still getting ready. <laughs> yeah. And then when yeah. we jumped in, everybody else was pretty much decimated. So we get a lot of credit, but really, yeah, we just yeah. kind of walked in there like and like the, like Woody and <laughs> yep. everybody was dead. Well, and, like, <laughs> I mean, the amount of troops that we put in the war was not inconsequential, but less a lot less substantial than our history would make it seem. Yeah, right. I mean, France really took one. France, God damn, France just got. Whew. Yeah. So but, uh, yeah. Speaking of World War One, yeah. uh, one of my favorite bands, Sabaton, the Swedish power metal military history band mm. from Sweden, they're going to release an album on my birthday, hmm. July nineteenth. July nineteenth. Uh, July nineteenth. <laughs> it's called uh, the Great War, and it's a whole concept record about World War One. So you might be into that yeah. when, it, when it shows up. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we romanticize World War Two more because uh, I mean it was a hell of a sequel, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's well, there's a very strong good guy, bad guy yeah. thing. There's a lot of faces, right? There's yeah, a lot absolutely. of faces of World War II. Yeah. I mean, the sequel, I mean, it's, in terms of sequels go, it's, you know, it's definitely better than Robocop 2. Right. It, uh, it's the Terminator <laughs> 2 of War. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty decent yeah, was in, in terms of, you know, theater and drama. But one, man, it's just, it's kind of a mystery because it gets, I want to say, overshadowed as if they are actual, like, you know, they're not movies. Right. No, but, but you're, you're right. But people don't really talk about the first kind of forget about It's a much it a more bit. politically driven war than World War Two was. World War Two was literally about, you know, saving human lives. Yeah, and, ethics. And ethics. Yeah. And World War One was like, I don't know, I just kind of don't like them. You it, know, it, 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 it was it's much more Or weirder. they attacked somebody that we're in a right. treaty with. Yeah, so it was I guess a series we of fight. bad paperwork was one of them. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it says on paper, on paper that we have to sacrifice our entire country if someone marches through your country. <laughs> guess we've got to do it. Yep. yep. And then also everybody was just kind of ready to fight because they all assumed that they were a world power and there was no way to really measure that unless you lost like half your country in a war. (laughs) So, yeah. And there's a lot of big shifts in the European map during that time too. Like if you look at pre and post World War One, shit's way different. So it's very interesting. I would recommend if anybody's interested to to check out Dan Carlin's Hardcore History – 
It's epi- starts at episode 50, and the first 50 episodes of Dan Carlin's Hardcore History are behind a paywall. But these are the ones that start out the free yeah. bits. Yeah. So, also, so, like, um, what was his name? Um, Gavrilo Princip, the guy who actually finally assassinated mm-hmm. uh, Franz Ferdinand. Like, how many tries he fucking had to make that happen, it almost makes you believe in, like, that That had to happen. Like, yeah. the universe willed that into existence. Like, it's the craziest fucking story. Yeah. And, that, and Dan Carlin actually talks about that. If you don't believe in destiny, let me tell you the story. Yeah, let me tell you this guy. <laughs> yeah. And how... Because I think he even says, he's like, if I had to point to one person in all of human history that, that single-handedly changed the course of oh, events yeah. Absolutely. of history, it was, it was this guy. guy. Yeah. One guy. And, and they also had, there were, like, a, a number of assassins trying to... And they were all <laughs> shit at it. They, you know, they yeah. were throwing bombs and missing and missing shots and everything, and then the car just gets runs away, gets stuck in a random alley, and drives right up to one of the assassins. It was like, oh, okay, and just fucking... <laughs> blam, blam. Shoots. And then they go to the hospital, and then the Franz Ferdinand's like, let me go see people because I'm in the hospital. It was something like that, right? Yeah. Where he was like, he get his wife gets shot or something, and then they go to the hospital, and he's like, I need to go back out there. And then he goes back out there and gets killed. Yeah. It's something stupid like that. I mean, it was unbelievable. It's almost comedy. A little bit. How many times people tried to kill him that day. Yeah. If, if World War One were a giant... 59-hour movie, the first 20 minutes of it would be hilarious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of it would be just, just hell on earth. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think we've we've gone long enough. Um, does anyone else have anything they want to add here? I'm good. Uh, there's also, uh, if you're into death metal, there is a, a band called 1914, um, and they did a whole concept record about World War One called The Blind Leading the Blind. And it is pretty much about the French um, military in France in general during the conflict, and it's it's you know death metal, but it's really deep. It's really good. I'll have to do so, I have to Google the lyrics to know what's going on. Oh, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. But it's really good. So cool. Check it. I appreciate that. All right, well, let's do some shout outs real quick. Miles McGinnis. Miles. Miles. Hello. Do, nice. do the hello. <laughs> you, do, you do a good Miles. Everybody. Everybody. Uh, Cole McAllister. C-Mac. Oh, C-Mac. C-Mac. So, this weekend. McNally's, what did we call him? McNally's. Big Nasty. Uh, Drew Russell. We got to see this last weekend <laughs> as well. Drew now has a sticker. We, yes. Oh, finally. Yeah. And Tim. 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 Very yes. active on the Patreon. I want to say thanks to Tim for being so active on the Patreon. Yeah. yeah. He's it's dropping all kinds of comments and stuff. Yeah, he absolutely it. is. Hopefully that doesn't die off. and Maybe he'll inspire some others to get involved as well. Do it. Which is why I try to read his stuff on here because it's good. And yeah. I think it's a good thing that we need people to kind of do to keep us churning. Yeah, boy. All right. Well, until next time, I'm at Traff Plays Games. I'm at Hokey Briz. I'm at The McAxel. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Right at the bus. <laughs>